Welcome to Brain Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Mandy MP. Each episode will bring you a new topic or interview related to brain health and wellness as part of my mission to help you on the path to a healthier, happier brain. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Brain Wellness, the podcast. My guest today is Jim Hendricks. Jim is an Amen Clinics Incorporated Certified Brain Health Professional, whose mission is to empower parents to give their children every chance to flourish throughout their lifetime and correct problems, some before they start. His passion comes from depression that began in childhood after two brain injuries. Jim has also been a psychotherapist, laser engineer, and manager. Welcome, Jim, to the show. Thank you, Mandy. It's good yeah. to be here. Absolutely. So I always start off kind of figuring out uh, everybody's background. So what's your story? Why does brain health interest you? Well, you kind of touched on it. When I was a kid, um, my first brain injury that I know of came when I dove into a shallow pool to save Einstein. Um, <laughs> I was diving for little coins and, uh, and um, yeah, I was five and uh, I kind of, I wandered to the corner of the pool, bleeding all over the side of the pool. And uh, everybody knew about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, though, I was, I had, I had, I was kind of a fearful child. And I had made a uh, trap for burglars. It was a about a three foot diameter hole that was about four feet deep. It had broken glass and concrete in the bottom. Um, and I put a, um, so some view, some of your listeners may know what a swamp cooler is, uh, but I had a rusty old swamp cooler base that I turned upside down so the spikes were sticking up for the feet. And I was hanging by a branch above it. I'm just not really sure why. And I went to swing my body to the side and land outside the hole. Well, I woke up head first in the bottom of the hole. I don't know how long I was out. Um, I never told anyone. Didn't have any visible signs of having head trauma. Um, But it was from about then on that I suffered with depression and it carried on through life. It was untreated until I was in my 30s. Um, At which point I had three different doctors tell me you need to do something. (laughs) <laughs> they uh they prescribe medication and in a month i i am very cognizant of the the thought that i had wow life doesn't suck <laughs> um i had i had been very successful and you know but but it was just like i was i had suicidal thoughts all the time um and so that is kind of what drives me. I don't want kids to have to go the path that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of different things, ADD, ADHD, whatever you want to call it, is one of those. If it's left untreated, it leads to some bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you don't have to do medication if you don't want to. And I talk about that in my material Um and even if you do medication, there's not just three types, you know, there's, you know, uh, uh, um, 
writing. So you'll see me search for words occasionally. It's because I have my own brain injuries that I'm working on. Sure. But um, so there's inattentive, hyperactive, and then combined type. That was what everybody knows as the three types. But there's actually seven, and it depends on what other part of the brain is acting up along with it. And for some, uh, if you give them a, uh, a stimulant, you know, for some, it's a match. It's magic. I mean, mm-hmm. Within an hour, you'll see a difference and it'll change their life. Um, but for others, it can make them psychotic. So you got to get the right, you got to know what you got to know what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of jumped ahead, but, but okay. that, that kind of stuff is what drives me when I was a, when, when I was working as a marriage and family therapist, um, like 25 years ago, I started. And I, I got um, into the Amen Clinic's method of doing things and the spec scans. And um, basically, the spec scan just looks at, it looks at blood flow and brain activity, where an MRI looks at the structure of the brain. It's actually looking at the physical uh, features of the brain. And um, spec scans can see things that, that MRIs can't. It's just matter of fact. Yeah. Um, so seeing that and working with people, um, I can I have been able to show, uh, for example, people who really were drug addicts, um, what a series of brains look like that have been doing different drugs, and they would they would they would they would drop their head. And they would say, oh, my God, mine's got to be worse. Um, and, you know, it, I, I also want to break the stigma that kids are being bad on purpose. Because it's not the case. Most 99.9% of the time, a kid is acting out because of a brain issue or a situation issue, and um, let's deal with that, not punish them and put them in the corner. They don't people to do that anymore. But um, yeah. you know, taking away, don't take away their phone. Uh, that is their coping mechanism, especially for for teenagers, and just you're setting them up to do something worse for them to try to cope. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I've. I've heard of, of too many people doing that um, and not really, um, I guess, giving a punishment that doesn't fit the crime, especially when the crime isn't on purpose. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. People, yeah, it's, kids come across as being willfully disobedient, but it's just not that. That's just not, not it. always the case. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So how did you get into um, what you're doing now with, with the, with the kids and um uh, so um, I realized that the best, the place to have the most leverage was to be able to work with parents who are, in general, very interested and in, and in, um, want to help their kids, right? That's like most parents, mm-hmm. and that they will. They will make an investment in their child's future when they realize that it is really a dramatic 
um, that will have a dramatic influence, not only on their life now, but their life in old age. And that's one of the things that I really try to push because they, so the, uh, lifespan of a child born today is expected to be 130 years but we still don't know how to treat dementia and alzheimer's Mm -hmm. and they are lifestyle uh generated um um, disabilities if you will Mm -hmm. and and we don't know how to treat them so if your child comes up with Alzheimer's or dementia in their 60s and they're going to live to be 130, they're going to be warehoused for over half their lifetime. That's just not okay. And so uh, a lot of what I talk about and a lot of what drives me, again, is, is making, helping parents make changes with their kids now so that that's pushed off as far as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Great. So do you work mostly with the parents or do you work with the kids and the parents together? It kind of depends on the age of the kids. Uh, I, I feel like because I use the brain spec images as illustrations, mm-hmm. um, kids pretty young can, can look at an image and say, mm-hmm. oh, wow, I don't want that brain. I want this brain. Um, it's real easy to tell the difference between a healthy brain and a brain that's been abused um, through anything from substances to uh, maybe, I mean, it, it, it also helps with um, getting compliance for kids to follow, whether it's medication or um, a natural approach to healing. Um, they, I mean, <laughs> So this is what your brain looks like when you try to concentrate. And you're like, oh, well, that doesn't look good. And this is what your brain looks like if you uh, do these things. And you're like, oh, okay, I could do that. Um, and it, it, it helps with uh, yeah, basically getting, getting people to follow, follow up with treatment. Yeah, yeah. That visualization is always nice when you can see a picture of what's Mm -hmm. what could be versus what is right it's kind of cool yeah and um i haven't seen a spec image in a long time but it's pretty colorful too right yeah um they do false color the the um the surface scans tend to be just sort of monotone with a little bit of shading and the deep scans um they they do different colored colored uh ranges but typically it's either white or red for a overactive an overactive area and um, so i can um i have a i happen to have a a set of seven (laughs) that the people who see this can could take a look at Mm -hmm. uh, and i can show the differences between uh, the seven types of that'd be cool actually i'd love to see it Okay. I will share my screen. Sure. Hopefully you can now see a bunch of brains lined up. Yeah. Okay. So um, on the far left, you see uh, combined ADD combined types, so inattentive and hyperactive. 
and you see at the top front, which is, you know, this, this part of your brain, which is the prefrontal cortex, what is very typical, this is a severe case, but what you see that looks like holes in the, in the prefrontal cortex are actually areas of underactivity. Mm-hmm. And they tend to get worse the harder the person tries to concentrate. And uh, the in- inattentive and is very similar. Um, so what you're looking at there is from the bottom up, at the bottom of the brain, so the top of the, of the image is the uh, prefrontal cortex and back is the cerebellum. Um, in, the, in the third one over, it's ADD over-focused. And for that type, um, it's the anterior cingulate gyrus, which is basically a strip of brain, um, brain material that runs up the center of the brain, and it acts as the brain's gear shifter. It allows people to shift from topic to topic, idea to idea. Uh, if it's over-functioning, you have things that fall into the uh, obsessive compulsive spectrum disorder, um, anything from gambling addictions or and other addictions to road rage to defiance, oppositional defiance. Um, uh, if you have a defiant child, that part of the brain is probably on fire. Um, and if you have that this, this type three or over-focused ADD, the trick is balancing dopamine, which is what the prefrontal cortex needs to come up in function, and serotonin, which this uh, anterior cingulate needs to calm down. And they, it, it's a it's a real balancing act. And you'll find with a lot of kids who get a stimulant medication. Um, it'll work really well for a while. And if they happen to be over-focused, even if they're not, over time, it drives down serotonin and you find the kid becomes flat, uh, flat affect, um, not um, not as fun and fun-loving as they used to be, and you kind of lose your kid. And that's where, and that's, that's, a, that's a normal response to um, to stimulants for any type, but when they're over-focused, it's even more dramatic. Um, the second, the, the fourth image on the side there, you can see is also, uh, sorry, go back to the third one. Third one is looking from the top down, and so the front of the brain is at the bottom of the image, and the back of the brain is at the top. So we flip back over for the fourth one, and we're looking at the top sorry, bottom down, and the front is at the top of the image. And again, you see the characteristic um, prefrontal cortex dropout with the two, two holes. But you also see in the temporal lobes, which kind of sit like outriggers on a canoe on the sides of your brain, that um, the one on the left-hand side, which is really the right, but we won't go there, um, <laughs> is is much more full and uh, rounded than the one on the left. Mm-hmm. They should both be very full and rounded. Mm-hmm. And the, the one on the right, for those of you who can't see it, looks like it's really shriveled up. Mm-hmm. And that's typical of temporal lobe ADD. And with temporal lobe ADD, you have to treat the GABA um, transport system or GABA source first. 
um, because anytime the temporal lobe is involved, you have to treat GABA first or the treatment just doesn't work. Um, and so that, and that is one where uh, if you give them stimulants, they're likely to become psychotic instead of um, having the response that you expect. The, the one on the bottom left is limbic ADD and the limbic system is, uh, is what is involved with depression. And so when that's lit up, you can see the little white spot in the center. Uh, when that's overactive, a person tends to be sad, depressed, um, maybe irritable, anxious, and you know, not anxious. Anxious is, there, is at the end. But, um, and basically what you have is it's each of these different brain systems is working in conjunction with the underfunctioning prefrontal cortex. Hmm. That's what makes the difference of, between in ring of fire ADD, which is the bottom middle picture, all the way around the circumference of the brain is over overactive. Hmm. And that one is a really, it can be very difficult to tell the difference between that and bipolar disorder. Um, and the, the real differentiating factor there is that they have that prefrontal cortex dropout. Um, and that's another one where you give them the stimulant and you're going to have bad news. Uh, the last one is an anxious ADD. That's where the basal ganglia are overactive and, um, as well as having the prefrontal cortex dropout and that, um, you know, everybody knows anxious, right? <laughs> We've all been anxious at one time or another. Some people, though, it's um, they go from zero to panic attack um, because there's not a lot of, they don't have a lot of resilience. They don't have a lot of headroom between normal, or there's no such thing as normal, between, <laughs> between normal for them and, um, and being up into whether it's anxious, angry, uh, irritable, um, that any 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 uh, any strong emotion you can think of, and a lot of what I do with people is to help them to address anxiety and depression, and th those those kinds of things along with ADD, um, there's something that I give people. Uh, it's actually one of the free modules in my, in my material. It's called havening, affirmational havening in particular. And it's as simple as doing, rubbing your hands together like you were washing your hands at one to three uh, times per second or giving yourself a hug. That's the second one. And the third one is wash your face. And those increased delta waves in your brain by seven times for rubbing your hands together, 30 times, give yourself a hug, and 70 times for wash your face. Hmm. Um, I'm going to stop the share. Um, and if you combine that with affirmations that are, the, especially, with, especially with little kids at bedtime, Mm -hmm. uh, and do things like I choose to feel safe. 
I choose to feel calm. I choose to feel fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. um, they're really powerful. What increasing delta waves in your brain does is kind of it's they're the deep, they're wait they're sorry they're the brain waves of deep sleep, mm -hmm. and they when you generate them in a waking state, they kind of put you in a bit of a hypnotic a hypnotically receptive state. So when you do affirmational havening, it turns off the filter that says, nah, -uh. <laughs> and, um, and so it makes it much more powerful mm -hmm. for people who have had PTSD. Uh, they can find a, a havening practitioner who will, they will do the, the, the action of, uh, of, um, the havening, the havening touch, mm -hmm. but the practitioner will take them through the, get them into the, the traumatic event, and then they'll kind of take them on a ride mm -hmm. that um, could be, you know, like a walk on the beach or something you'd, you'd imagine from a uh, guided meditation. And within a single uh, treatment, it can take care of long-term PTSD kinds of kinds of activities. That's so yeah. Um, Very cool. That's one of the that's one of the tools I felt so strongly about that I put it in the free material. I think yeah. it should have it in this and 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 teens can do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Adults can do it. Mm -hmm. Um and it's and and this is very um innocuous mm -hmm. you know you can do it and the people don't know what you're doing right. uh, but when you do when you do the affirmational havening say it out loud mm -hmm. because when your brain speaks or sorry when your mouth speaks your brain has to shut up and listen <laughs> that's true that's true very good so as you were describing some of the different uh, ADD models on on the images there mm -hmm. you were mentioning which ones might be beneficial for medications are there times when lifestyle can help those as well or are those most yes. going to be okay yes okay so basically um for the first the first uh the combined type inattentive and, and hyperactive types medication is going to be a really fast fix okay. problem is it can have side effects long term mm -hmm. um so you don't have to do medication but if you do uh say supplements and um meditation and um, havening and those kinds of things, deep breathing, um, it just takes longer. Okay. But, but there aren't any side effects. Sure. Side effects are more resilience and um, a more calm, centered human being. The good <laughs> uh, side effects, yeah. Yeah. And so the only time I believe that that medication is necessary is in the case of bipolar and in the case of schizophrenia. Sure. And um, with both of those, um, it's, it may be important for uh, the family, the person, the child to have a spec scan mm -hmm. um, because it people with bipolar and schizophrenia both will get on medication and they'll say, oh, good, I'm, I'm, I'm well now. And then they stop. Yeah. And then uh, it can be really difficult. And it can be much worse the second time. 
with with the disease. And so um, it just helps with medication compliance and seeing that, oh, you're not trying to, in the case of a schizophrenic, oh, you're not trying to poison me. Yeah. It makes it, it makes a positive difference. That's so, um, so those are the two times that I see medication as being really important um, for, for, for anxiety. It's really hard to get anxiety medication because they're mm-hmm. addictive. And on top of that, they're toxic to the brain mm-hmm. uh, long-term. Um, a lot of medications are toxic to the brain long-term and um, there are just so many different things you can do. Uh, I have a, an assessment that I will do with people and they can, they can download it. It's a, it's, it's an Excel file. It works now. Now I found that it does work for Google sheets, although you have to expand the top part. Uh, but anyway, um, it is, it's got a lot of questions. It's got different parts. So if you were just interested in the ADD part, you could just do that part and we could identify which type, mm-hmm. but it's much better to do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got four tabs and it's probably 300 questions. Wow. So it's very extensive, mm-hmm. uh, but it helps me to see what, what might be going on in addition um, and give more of a confirmation for types um, because it's got one part is is um, brain area function um, and there's a there's a separate one for ADD and there's a separate tab for anxiety and depression mm-hmm. um, and I don't care how many people fill it out and send it back to me for the for the given person I'll score them all I'll put the results side by side. And then I spend um, typically about an hour going through the results and giving recommendations what they can do. Um, a lot of times it's watch these modules that I have uh, in my in my material because it, it goes into detail of, on what medications and what natural approaches can be done. Because uh, I want to give parents the choice. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of parents don't want to medicate their kids. And I, and I get that. Um, but in the case of ADD, do something. Because kids that don't get treated are twice as likely as kids who get treated to actually finish high school, um, to be able to hold down a job, um, and to stay out of prison. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really it's really that kind of important. Um, That's a big difference. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then you mentioned too, kind of drawing back on that, you, uh, that treating these can prevent things like dementia from happening. How does how does that work? Yeah. So basically, um, one of the things that I that I talk about, I'm not a, I'm not a, a um, a dietitian by any stretch of the imagination, but the, the stuff, I almost said crap, I didn't. <laughs> uh, the stuff we eat in America is horrible. If you, mm-hmm. if you, if you call it the standard American diet, the acronym is SAD. Yeah. And yep. that, um, what you eat, the, the, um, ac- 
activities that you participate in, um, drinking, smoking, um, marijuana is not a health food. Mm-hmm. Wine is not a health food. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have deleterious effects long-term on a person's health. Strokes have a very high correlation with smoke, mm-hmm. um, even secondhand smoke. Mm-hmm. And um, with, as I can say, um, so, oh, that was what I was going to talk about. But it's, so dementias and, and Alzheimer's start. 30 years before the person is, um, is, has symptoms. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of time um, that you need to be worried about stuff and mm-hmm. parents too. And so what you do with kids as a child makes a difference. If your child has the ApoE4 gene, which probably nobody knows about, uh, and they and you let them play contact sports, they have a dramatically higher incidence of early Alzheimer's and early dementia um, from a blow to the head, from just repeated blows to the head that happen in contact sports. And if you're going to have, if your kid is, you know, you 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 as a family make the decision that you're going to let them play, whether they have the ApoE4 gene or not. I recommend they do the concussion protocol that the Amen Clinics developed, which includes a, a, a group of supplements. Um, it includes, you know, exercise is not an issue because they're doing something, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, but buy yourself a hyperbaric oxygen chamber. Um, and I'm serious. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's a $5,000 investment, but that's a $5,000 investment in your child not getting dementia in their 40s, 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those those are the, the big those are the big issues for for that. Um, that's the thing that I have in, in one of your questions you said you asked about what am I doing for myself? Yeah. I've got a cabinet full of supplements. Um, I'm doing the concussion protocol. Um, the thing I haven't been able to do is the all uh, is uh, 40 to 60 hyperbaric oxygen treatments. Um, it's they're, they're, they're far away from my house and it's just not been convenient. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had the extra cash to mm-hmm. rent or buy one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but Hyperbaric oxygen is kind of like magic. I mean, it helps heal all kinds of injuries uh, and especially brain issues. Mm-hmm. The, the Amy Clinics developed their, their um, concussion protocol based on, uh, I think it was, oh, no, I can't remember his name. Anyway, one of the, one of the professional football players while coming in saying, I just can't remember stuff anymore. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm scared. And he then got, I thought it was Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. And uh, he and many of his friends ultimately came and went through the protocol. And they were able, they were in stages of early dementia, Alzheimer's, 
um, very severe memory problems, uh, I'll call them temper problems. Mm -hmm. um, and they had them, they had them lose weight because one thing that happens when you go from being an athlete to not is you still eat the same amount and you get fat. <laughs> and the bigger your body, the smaller your brain. There have been many studies that, that show that. Um, and then they put them on these supplements and they had them do the hyperbaric oxygen treatments. And it made a dramatic difference, reversal in symptoms that they were having. And if it can work on somebody who's had 30,000 concussions in their career, it can work on us too. Yeah. Uh, or, or, and, or your kid who's playing, who's, who's, who's got to play football because, yeah. um, I mean, you know, especially, especially some kids, that's their only way out mm -hmm. of the situation they're in. And I, and I can, I can understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, but also I want people to know that heading a soccer ball is also a traumatic brain event mm -hmm. i'll call it mm -hmm. um, and i understand now that that uh you're not allowed to do that until you're a teen um which i was happy to hear i, I know the my uh one of the co-leaders of uniquely yours which is the parents group in convened communities is a soccer coach at the college level and he thinks that's a horrible thing that our our kids are behind the rest of the world because they don't do that. But I was really happy to talk to them and find out that they don't. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, my brain scan looks horrible. Um, mm -hmm. The the um, especially the surface scan. I've got a real. I've got a trench up the front that, and I've got places where it looks like somebody took a melon baller and took out parts of the mat in the back um, and my brain on the in the internal uh, active scan for the internal things is way too quiet mm. um, I, my brain has not been treated particularly well I was abused as a child um, and have done some stupid things as an adult mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, the real the real trick is do the things that are good for your brain and don't do the things that are bad for your brain and you're gonna you're gonna fare much better and simple but not easy parents right? what those things are yeah. is my mission um, none of my material was expensive um, i would rather help a million kids or families than uh, have high-priced products that would make me money quickly. I just, it, it's, it's really important to me. I have a day job at least for the next, I don't know, eight years. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a really so, good question. Yeah. Um, and, and it can make such a difference. Yeah. What are a couple of things that you could recommend for people right now and for people that are listening? Yeah, so for one is, especially with, with ADD, do something about it. Don't let it go. Don't think it's going to just go away or you, if you ignore it, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Do something about it um, and make sure that you're, 
that, that you know what you're addressing, mm-hmm. know which type. Um, and that's regardless of what your kid is going through. Everybody has their stuff. It doesn't have to be clinical, um, a clinical disorder to have, to be struggling. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you can do things to help with those struggles. I like to say, I like to help people make life not so hard. Mm-hmm. Not particularly good English, but it gets the point across. Um, so one is do something and two, learn, learn as much as you can. It's an investment in your child that doesn't take a lot that will reap benefits throughout their childhood. That's kind of my slogan, but that's really, um, I'm really passionate. There's, there's, it's our, it's our next generation. And um, so if they were going to do something, um, adding affirmational havening, adding deep breathing, which is highly underrated, mm-hmm. uh, helping to doing things to help increase the, the resilience of your child. Um, I recommend uh, a guided meditation. Um, I personally like uh, the six-phase meditation that Vishen Lakhiani does. It's available on YouTube for free. Um, and for breathing and havening, if you do it two minutes a day, it makes a difference. Um, yeah, it's it, not much of a time commitment. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. No. Um, okay. So yeah, that's 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 where I fall there. Well, that is a great mission because they are kids are our future, and if we are yes. setting them up for failure, then we we're all kind of doomed essentially. Yep. Um, so absolutely making their brains the healthiest that we can early on is going to benefit everyone. So speaking of the future, um, kind of wrapping up here, where do you see the future of brain health or where would you like to see the future of brain health? Well, it's already being taught in a lot of schools. Mm-hmm. Um, through the Amy clinics, they have a program that, that is in a lot of schools that helps. Um, there's a poster that shows a healthy brain in the center and shows um, drug-affected brains around the periphery. That's really powerful. Um, it's way better than Nancy Reagan's uh, skillet with an egg frying in it. <laughs> this is your brain. This is your brain with drugs. Um, but for it to be taught, I, I really want parents to get it. Mm-hmm. Because they are on the front line. They're the ones who are going to say, no, you can't have McNuggets mm-hmm. every night for dinner. Even though you say that's all you're going to eat, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're not going to eat for a few days. <laughs> um, yep. I'm not a harsh, I'm not a harsh disciplinarian, but these are, I mean, if my kid came to me and said, I want to play football. I would see it like him coming and saying, I want to do cocaine. No, I really, really want to do cocaine. Um, It's kind of the same thing. 
my oldest uh, played football and uh, working in neurology. I told him, I said, if you have one concussion, you are done. And I had, I had lots of people give me some pushback on that. And they're like, well, what if, what if he just doesn't tell you he has a concussion? And I would look at them and I'd say, do you remember what I do? (laughs) I can Mm -hmm. identify if he's had a concussion. I will identify those mild things. So if, if he has one, he's done. And he understood that. Um, thankfully my, my child was a klutz and he injured his hamstring and he injured his ankle. Um, so he never, never had a chance to injure the brain, thankfully. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was, I was a bit concerned about that as well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard because things that don't, well, like mine falling out of the tree, mm-hmm. nobody knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had a dramatic impact on the rest of my life. Yeah. Yep. And it really um, does. So I I love that you're doing so many positive things with that injury and trying to help prevent other people from having the same things. Thank you. So thanks for that very important work that you do. Um, and I do want to be respectful of your time. Uh, where can people find you if they want to learn more about, about your programs and what you do? Um, the, the link for convened communities is way too long. So mm-hmm. if you go to lovingyourchildsbrain.com, and click on the introduction button, it'll take you there. Okay. You have to sign up, it's free, uh, but then it'll take me right to my material. Um, it's kind of a weird interface, so it'll say modules, it'll be a line, and it has a, a circle, a blue circle, and I think it says um, 17 or 18. Click mm-hmm. on that button. Then you'll have a, a whole, and then click on the first, the, the the button that says, or the, the square that says introduction, and you'll have access, access to nine free um, pieces of content from me. I highly recommend parents do the first four as kind of a prerequisite because it gives it gives people a it gives people the understanding that they need to choose paid content if they want to go that way um, without going through everything. Uh, Because I I teach people what the brain does when it's working well and what it does when it's not working so well. Um, And other things that you would look out for, for your kids to be able to know if there's an issue. Um, And for people who want to go a step further, the, the assessment is there in the, at that level, and um, it's a lot of questions, mm-hmm. and uh, you can have as many people, mom, dad, teacher, or teachers, uh, uh, therapist, um, the kid themselves, if they're old enough, fill it out, send me the data, I'll score it, and then I'll sit with them for an hour and go through it and make recommendations, specific recommendations for that situation in particular. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much um, for all of that. Anything you, else? That, yeah. Any last things you wanted to share or? I would say with this, learn as much as you can. Yeah. It's not that hard. It seems a little daunting when you start to think, when, when you hear words like anterior singular gyrus, that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, uh, it's the brain's gear shifter. <laughs> and, and I try to break it down so that everybody can understand. And um, 
and it and it just makes all the difference in the world. It's it's the best investment you can make in your child's future. Period. I love it. Thank you so much, Jim. Uh, I'm sure we could sit here and talk all day because you are full of really good information. Uh, but I will be respectful of your time. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, have a good rest of your day. Thank you, Mandy. You too. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Brain Wellness, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to subscribe, like, and share this with others to help me continue on with my mission to help people live healthier, happier lives. Go to www.brainwellnesssolutions.com to see what I'm up to and get links to all the social medias there. See you next time.